dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. And let's see what's going on. We've got games coming up and all that kind of stuff. And I think, no, my Thursday game, that's next weekend. No, or next Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Anyway, it's a beautiful day and all that good stuff. I just finished lunch. And so it's, I'm a little, you know, little behind today, but that's okay. I'm not going to be talking about much anyway, but hopefully you'll listen. Anyway. I seem to want to talk about a certain thing that happens in a game. This is mostly for the new people or the people who are habitual offenders. So, we will talk about that after this. All right. I've been watching way too many RPG horror stories on YouTube and reading too many of them on Reddit. So, I wanted to address this to the people who are doing role-playing games, of course, and people who tend to do this and don't realize it. Don't be a character jerk. What I mean by character jerk is the fact that... Now, this is a tricky subject here because sometimes it plays, sometimes it doesn't. But most of the time, the way I'm talking, the way the people use it, players use it like this, it doesn't. So, what I mean is, that's what my character would do is never a good excuse for screwing over another player. And I'm not talking about another character. I'm talking about another player or a whole group or a whole game. Okay? This sounds a little harsh. I got a little, get a little Dutch uncle on you, but you know, I've seen too many things like this happen. People totally ruin a game because that's what their character would do. Now look, you're talking to me, okay? Not only have I been gaming since 81, I hate to pull this on you, but since I've, I've been gaming since 81, And before that, I was acting since high school, like 73. So you're not pulling anything new on me if I'm the GM. And doing it to a group is just not nice. What I mean are these guys who go into a group and come hell or high water, they will do what their character is made to do. It's usually not something that's beneficial to the game, should I say. And they will just go in there with the intent. I mean, I can tell. I can tell by these guys. I can tell the intent is to screw over the game somehow, some way. Or so, some other thing. Some other thing is going on outside the game, metagame. You know, there's something going on. And the surest way to ruin a game is to pull stuff like that or allow that stuff to be pulled at your game. I think both the GMs and players should stand up on this and not let it happen. The reason I cited being an actor is because I know what it is like to be in... I know what it is like to come up with a character, come up with the background of a character, and be in character. I can stay in character on stage for a couple hours. That's no problem. I can stay in character for the most part in a game for however long it is. Now, I'm sure none of us are always in... It's not like an actor. You're always in character at the table. But when it comes to stuff like role-playing and maybe combat, yeah, get into it, being your character. But at the same time, I'm not going to let some character torch half a town. Well, maybe. I don't know. No, seriously. But torch half a town, uh, try and, 
you know, try and get another character killed just because that's what my character would do. You know, it's like an actor saying, what's my motivation? The motivation is find your damn character and play it. But at the same time, at the same time, you don't, you've got to think what's best for the game, okay? First of all, you shouldn't even be making a character like that, somebody who is out to do his own thing. This is a group effort, I'm sorry to say. Loners don't work well. I'm sure I've seen them happen before and work. I mean, look at the media. Wolverine is pretty much a loner, but he works in a group for the most part. You know, things like that. Batman has always had trouble with the Justice League. He comes and goes just because that's, he's Batman. He's that way. So, and you know, you've got other characters like uh, Clint Eastwood in the, the spaghetti westerns, things like that. All right, but they work with people. They will work with people if push comes to shove. You know, if you're creating a character who's a, such a loner that he doesn't even want to do what everybody else is doing, I don't want you coming back later saying, how come you're not paying attention to my character? Well, it's because he's off. You told me what he's doing, so he's off doing it. Sorry. You know, that's the way it goes. And there are no characters that are so loners, so much loners that they can't work with a group, at least peripherally. Cited examples I already gave you. So I'm sorry this comes off as kind of a rant or a, or a complaint or just, I've seen too many things, I've seen too many stories like this. I've even lived through a couple of them in my own experience as a gamer. Because you don't want to, you, you know, you don't be a spotlight hog, don't be this. I can say don't, 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 you know, until I'm blue in the face. But I think you get the idea. When you make a character, try to think about the group, at least a little bit. I'm not going to, see, the one thing I want don't want to do is like, you know, the loner is a viable character, but in fiction, as I've cited previously in movies and TV stuff and stuff like that, the loners work, they learn to work with a group one way or another, even if it's temporarily. Even in like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the graphic novel, Nemo worked with the group until the objective was over. Then he didn't even want to see anybody again. It's like, I'm out of here. Bye. Don't, don't you know, don't call, uh, forget my number. Don't call me. So there's that, you know, but he worked with the group for as long as he had. Usually you have to, usually with a loner, you have to find a common purpose with the group. There has got to be a reason why this group is doing this and why the loner would help with the group, even temporarily, as I say. So think about that and don't ever, ever be at a, one of my tables and, and have bring a character in like that. I will reject it out of hand. I will. Like I said, sorry to get kind of heavy-handed with this, but this has been on my mind and it just, things like that just infuriate me. It's grandstanding in the worst way. So anyway, there's more fun stuff to come, but I'm going to go start my day. It's a late day, but I'm going to start it anyway. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognor at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, of course, and so it's a little as 99 cents a month. 
You too can help support this program. Ain't that great? I would thank you so much. Like I thank these people, Jonathan Dorgio Wendell, Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, the infamous Jason, and John Allen Large. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Young Grognard podcast, Y-U-N-G Grognard, and Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.